This week, the Rochester Rundown is brought to you by Ultra Federal Credit Union, a member-owned financial institution with two convenient branches right here in Rochester. Ultra is proud to support local independent journalism on MedCity Beat. Today on the Rochester Rundown, a look at the state of live music in Rochester as the pandemic drags on and venues remain shuttered for shows. In a time when live performances have been largely relegated to our phone screens, if they happen at all, musicians and organizers alike have spent the year improvising, creating new concepts, and above all, waiting for 2021. We'll talk with folks from all corners of the industry to see how they think growth can be sustained in Rochester's creative scene and what the future of music will look like in this city. Plus, an update on Olmstead County's COVID-19 situation from Public Health and Mayo Clinic as the surge levels off, but continues, with another potential uptick on the horizon. I'm Isaac Janes. It's Friday, December 4th, 2020, and let's get to the news. When we can finally declare this pandemic over, perhaps no industry will be left in a larger hole than the music industry. Millions of shows, from the smallest listening room gatherings to packed stadiums and arenas, have been canceled, with billions of dollars in revenue lost. And the best shows, in my opinion, happen when as many people as possible pack themselves into a room and have the time of their lives, which is the perfect spreading ground for a contagious virus. As we start to return to normal, those shows will be the last part of our society to come back. And it's a shame because 2020 was poised to be a watershed year for music in Rochester. New venues like The Castle and Thesis had started to pop up in 2019 and make a name for themselves. Established Twin Cities artists like Bad Bad Hats and Desso were coming to Rochester for concerts. Local groups were earning those opener slots. And more often than not, audiences were showing up and spending money. A bona fide music community, while still small, was growing in numbers and in notoriety. The momentum was positive. It was palpable. And then, in the blink of an eye, it was gone. The music world went on pause indefinitely, and some city music leaders say Rochester lost a summer of shows to remember. According to Riverside Concerts Executive Director Steve Schmidt, all the paperwork for the shows scheduled for the summer of 2020 was finished well before March. All that was left to do was get people excited and watch the show until COVID forced them to start from square one all over again. We had the whole summer program for Down by the Riverside and Forward, all set and ready to go and contracted. And, you know, it takes it takes a lot of effort to do the sorts of events that Riverside Concerts does, as well as Riverside Concerts does them. And outside of the city's music department, more plans were brewing to take Med City Music up a notch. This is Dustin Hart, one-third of the manpower behind Rochester booking agency My Town My Music. He says, like Schmidt, that the sudden halting of live music was a learning experience, and now a reminder of what could have been. It was a, a crash course in <laughs> having to learn to adapt quickly. And um, yeah, we had a, a huge summer lined up. And, uh, I mean, something we were really, really excited about. And unfortunately, we can't talk about some of the shows that fell through yeah. because they were in the final stages of contracts and things like that. But, but we had some really, really great shows lined up for the summer. And In a time where that in-person, in-your-face live show wasn't an option, everybody in the music industry has had to improvise. So what were the options on the table for musicians in 2020? Well, option one, just don't stop playing. As the pandemic kind of, like lessened over the summer and there is more options for outdoor playing um you know i was able to play you know quite a bit 
That's John Seavers, the trombonist, freelance writer, haiku poet, and titan of Rochester arts and culture. He says in a normal year he'd be playing shows up to four nights a week with his various projects, The Deceivers, Loudmouth Brass, Jagged Ease, that's just to name a few, there's a lot more than that. The pandemic did slow that schedule down, but not completely, especially in the summertime, thanks to a beautiful three months in Minnesota. Thank you! How's everybody doing tonight at the second car park concert? Throughout the summer, live music primarily just moved outside to outdoor patios, parking lots, and street corners. While Seavers and Loudmouth Brass hit the brewery scene hard, Schmidt and Riverside Concerts developed the Car Park Concert Series, complete with a lineup largely composed of the local opening acts slated to play down by the Riverside before it was canceled. And so I was really pleased as an artistic director that we were able to employ most of the artists who would have lost work if we had just canceled things. So that, that, that was really important for us to make good to our artist constituency. Another option taken by Hart and the My Town My Music team was to use this pause as a time to improve upon the 2019 version of themselves. An improved website and ticketing experience have come out of quarantine, he says, ready to go for whenever shows come back. It's just been a crazy time for anything really but um but we still do our our meetings and 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 dream about the future and and that's still kind of inspiring to us i mean we started this project long before anybody knew about it just daydreaming (laughs) and uh so kind of getting back to that a little bit too this idea of laying low is a popular idea for musicians all across the country if there's no shows to play it's the perfect time to write new material and rochester has done a lot of it Seavers released a record with Loudmouth Brass earlier in 2020. There's the Nicola EP that came out a few weeks ago as well. The new Jay Havoc record, Luke Hendrickson, new stuff from Good Morning Bedlam, My Grandma's Cardigan, Local Sports, the list goes on. And by all accounts, 2021 is shaping up to be THE year for local music releases, with Carpet Booth Studios, Blue Lagoon Recording Room, and various other local studios all promising major output in the coming year. So 2020 was still an active year for music, just not in the traditional way. It allowed Riverside Concerts to rethink their strategy with a city budget at their disposal and a lack of programming to spend it on. The result was a weekly streamed concert series called Live from Med City, the first season of which includes sound from car park shows and other Rochester outdoor concerts. Except for one, where the Riverside team got to test out their newly acquired live streaming software. They just needed a guinea pig, and a willing participant was found in longtime folk singer Steve Schmidt. It was it was cool to be able to do that, and the final product that you've seen online doesn't show all the starts and stops. It doesn't show the uh, the songs that. Um, um, it doesn't show the song where um, I stepped on the court and pulled off the microphone that we were using <laughs> oh, to mic no. my guitar. You know? <laughs> okay. Schmidt says the Live from Med City series will continue past the pandemic. It's just one example of creative ideas born from COVID-related stress that seem like they'll endure. And that got me thinking. Of course, this pandemic has been incredibly hard on so many people in Rochester, and anyone relying on live music to make a living will be feeling a huge financial pinch for months to come. Now is the time to support local on all levels in order to get our musicians through a tough time, and I really hope I'm not the first one to tell you that. But as we look towards the future, a day when we can gather for shows again, 
All the people I interviewed described this critical mass that is forming right now. Growth in the music scene here did not go away, it just took a different form. Live shows looked different, of course, and they were less frequent, but the collective focus had shifted from growing followings to creating art. You name a Rochester musician or a group, and there's a good chance they have new material or new ideas they're sitting on right now, and some have already turned those ideas into action. In late August, Seavers, for example, joined forces with Tyler Ogg in the History Center of Olmsted County to create the Minnesota music video Menagerie. It's a night of local music videos presented drive-in style. Seavers said the event was a massive success and may become another tradition for years to come. And without the pandemic throwing everything into disarray, it never would have happened. That's another example of Rochester musicians succeeding under pressure. And I promise you, it will not be the last example. There, there has been some good things that have come out of the pandemic because it's made people be creative and try new avenues. Um, now, do I wish that the pandemic hadn't happened? Yes, 100%. I wish it hadn't happened. But um, it did happen, and there has been some good things that have, have come out of it, I think. The Med City Beats Rochester Rundown is sponsored by Altra Federal Credit Union. Whether you are in the market for a home mortgage, car loan, or are simply looking for a trusted brand to manage your money, Altra is here to help. Unlike large, privately owned banks, Altra is a credit union owned by its members, allowing it to reinvest profits in its stakeholders, employees, and the communities in which it operates. Among its key priorities promoting financial literacy to local youth through the Altra Foundation. To learn more about how Altra can help you live your best life, visit altra.org. Now we'll look at the top stories for this week on our site, medcitybeat.com. After a month of increasingly sobering statistics related to Olmstead County's COVID-19 situation, Wednesday's weekly report showed slight improvements in new case numbers and the rate of positive tests. Still, though, health officials remain on edge with fears looming of further case spikes related to Thanksgiving celebrations. For the week of December 2nd, Olmsted County Public Health reported 685 new COVID-19 cases, still the fourth largest weekly total of the entire pandemic, but also the lowest total since October. Seven-day rolling averages and percent positive rates are also down, but hospitalizations continue to rise. And at Mayo Clinic, top officials say the situation inside their walls is also slightly improving. Dr. Amy Williams, executive dean of the Mayo Clinic practice, said the clinic has expanded its elective surgery capacity back to near 90%, up 20% from a couple weeks ago. In preparation for an upcoming Thanksgiving-related spike, though, Dr. Williams said Mayo will likely have to shift staff from other areas to handle COVID patients, meaning another decline in elective surgery capacity could be in the cards. And that is where we'll leave things this week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, the best way to support us is to become a member. Be a part of quality local journalism at medcitybeat.com slash membership. I'm Isaac James from Med City Beat. Two more podcasts left in 2020, everybody. Thanks for sticking by our side through it all. Have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you next Friday.